Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Sports Geeks Podcast. I'm Alex, here with uh, Pat. Uh, how you doing, Pat? Pretty good. Almost forgot what a podcast yeah, was. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's been a few weeks, so uh, it's been kind of hard for us to schedule things this uh, this season just because, I don't know, I was in college last year. I'm in the real world now. I guess I'm busy. I don't know. I'll take the blame for that one. Uh, but So I think what we're going to do is, uh, instead of doing it, trying to do it every week, we're just going to for- forget even trying to mess with that. We're going to make this more like a monthly thing, and uh, what we're going to plan on doing is kind of going through our power rankings that we do every week for the site, and kind of just uh, talk about what we've seen in the last few weeks from each team. We're going to start at the bottom, kind of work our way up, and it should be a little more interesting to do it on like a, a monthly basis that way. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's just get started. Uh, at the bottom, we got the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Luck, suck for luck. I I think so, and I this all this talk of what they'll do if they get the first pick, if they trade Peyton Manning, I'd be, I don't see how that would ever happen, but I suppose maybe they're thinking future, but and it's kind of turning their back on the guy who you know made their franchise if they do that. Yeah, well, there's like a, there was a rumor going around that he didn't want them to draft Luck. You know that he was like against it, like maybe he even said something to him, like you know. Because once they draft luck, it's kind of like the clock's ticking for you, you dude, you know. Yeah. I wonder how much they could get for luck if they could, you know, get two or three veteran players and a couple later-round draft picks. I, I think there's going to be teams, yeah. you know, selling the farm just to get them. So. Yeah, that, that'd be interesting to see. All right. Now, number 31, we got the Rams who lost to the Cardinals, which is not good. No. Did you see that power turn? Yes, I did. Uh, not live, but replay. Overtime, 99-yard yep. punt return. It's pretty sick from yep. uh, Peterson. Yeah, that it's was interesting that he fielded it on the one because most of the time uh, that's one that you let bounce in the end zone, but I guess it worked out. When it works out, it works out. So. Yeah, and I think the Rams won their Super Bowl the week before by beating, uh, who was it, the Saints. So. Oh, yeah. yeah they kind of shot their wad there or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, number 30, Miami Dolphins. Another suck-for-luck contender who seemed to have got, they got a win the other was it this week or week? yeah, this week they beat the Chiefs yeah. strangely, thirty-one to three. Yeah, which I don't know what to make of that game at all. No, and I think that was probably the last thing Dolphins fans wanted to see. I mean, at this point, yeah. you know, now Indianapolis is the front runner for luck, and Matt Moore trying to get that gig. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, not much going on in Miami. So, nope. All right, uh, so we got number twenty-nine. We got the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not real surprised considering, you know, I watched Tavares Jackson struggle for years in Minnesota and I mean he's having I don't know, I, I can't even really say an okay season, just I don't know, just I, I looked at that roster and there's nothing that really makes me think, Oh yeah, they're they got they're building something there, so Yeah. Seems like Marshawn Lynch has had a few good games uh last couple of weeks, but that's really been it for them. Yeah. Uh, and what are they it's a bad, bad deal. That offense is pretty poor i guess their defense does okay but that's probably skewed their numbers some because they're in such an awful division too so yeah anything from that that nfc west besides the 49ers this year you don't really want all right uh, we got the jaguars i always think the jaguars are terrible but they made the playoffs a couple times and now i really think they're actually terrible so yeah and probably up there on the candidates along with uh 
Minnesota Vikings, unfortunately, to be one of the teams that gets relocated. But looking at attendance, if they judge by that, it'd be probably no contest. I think Jacksonville's pretty low in that. Oh department. yeah, pretty bad. So. Like they, uh, I know they like um, they like cover over some of the seats so that they can get a lower total, and that way they don't get blacked out for not selling out, which is never a good sign. No, that's just yeah. When you got to go to measures like that just to get your games on TV, it's probably a bad thing. But all right, next up at twenty nine, we've got another. Or excuse me, twenty seven. We got another NFC West team, the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, pretty disappointing. I was and I was expecting little better things out of Cobb. I think I drafted him in a couple fantasy leagues, just thinking that Fitzgerald finally has someone to throw to him again, but. Uh, hasn't really worked out that well, and I don't know. Not a real exciting team to watch, really. Yeah, well, I have, you know, I have uh, Cobb. I drafted Cobb in one fantasy league, and then I drafted Fitzgerald in another one. Fitzgerald's not looking great because of Cobb, and they that dude's skeleton or whatever. Uh, oh yeah. Now, do you think is uh, Fitzgerald regretting by now signing that big extension, knowing he could have waited, maybe taken a little less money, but gone and played the next six yeah. years for a contender? Well, I don't even think he would have had to take less money. Like, he probably could have got more money. I mean, uh, but I don't know. I mean, he seems, I guess he likes it there, so. Yeah, he must, I mean, I don't know. You could see, you know, like even a Ravens or a Pittsburgh or New England or somebody spend some money on him, and he'd have a good quarterback thrown to him, so I don't know. Yeah. He's rich either way, I guess. It's a tough, tough, uh, tough thing considering they were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, you know. That's true. And the other thing, too, is if you don't take the money when it's offered and then you get uh, you know, a horrible injury midway through the season, then you're looking back and wondering why you didn't sign that yeah. contract when you had That's the true. chance. So. Yep. All right. Uh, next up at 26, we got the Washington Redskins, who had a hot start uh, but have kind of crept the bed the last few weeks. Yeah, they kind of have fizzled out. I haven't seen much of them play really yet. Uh I don't know. The, it's like, another three, another team with a quarterback situation that's not good. Yeah, yeah. When your when your quarterbacks are or when you have Grossman and Beck fighting out for fighting out to be the starter, uh, things probably aren't looking so good for you. So, all right. Uh, next up, we got, we got oh your team of yeah. choice, the Minnesota yeah. Vikings at twenty five. Yeah. How do you uh, feel? How do you feel right now? Uh, not good about this year, obviously, but a little more hopeful for the future considering. What Ponder's done, he's actually looked pretty good considering he's a rookie quarterback coming in there. And I don't know, seems like teams are a little more worried about him passing than uh, old McNabb. So, and Peterson has played better since he's been there, too. So I don't know how that has factored yeah. in. But it could be it like, like an effort thing. Like maybe they were just going to mail it in, you know. I, I, watching that game where he came in in the second half, it really looked like the Vikings had a little spring to their step, and yeah. it seemed like the team kind of latched on to getting Ponder in there. And, you know, so I don't know. I, like I said, this year's Definitely. shot, especially in our division. So, but. All right. Uh, next up, we got the Tebow's of Denver. Tebow's, yeah. I, I just cheer for a Tebow. I've never been a Tebow fan, but just because I don't understand and can't stand all the just hate towards him uh you know ridiculing him for you know before he even touches a ball or steps on the field yeah. they say how awful he is so i just yeah did you see that whole uh you saw the whole like occupy tebow thing right where everyone was commenting on that espn post 
Yep. And all that. And then we, I made that little Occupy Tebow site, but like that site like blew up. Like it was unbelievable how many people just want to like, just like bash Tebow. Like I had like 9,000 entries on that and like 200,000 page views of people just like basically just making fun of Tebow. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I guess he's maybe an easy target and, you know, he probably winning two national championships. A lot of non-Florida fans aren't going to like him, but he doesn't really seem like a real hateable guy. I mean, he's kind of <laughs> just a, not. So I, don't know, man. I, I hope he does well. I I don't judge players by their throwing motions as much as some like to do. So yeah, I actually heard a funny thing about that. Like uh, people, you know, there's always people that say his t- throwing motion's terrible, and there's like people that say, uh, you know, he's a winner and all that. And then like that game against uh. Who was it against where they came back and beat him? I guess it was Miami. Mm-hmm. Someone, I can't remember who was on Twitter, said, you know, all the people that say his throwing motion is terrible and all the people that say he's a winner, like, they're all right, you know. Right. And that game proved that both those things can be true at the same time. Yeah. You know, so. Well, I mean, Philip Rivers doesn't have the prettiest of deliveries, too, and, I mean, it's effective. So I, I don't know. It's kind of one of those, I don't know, cliches or whatever, but. I hope he proves them wrong. So, all right, we got the Browns. I don't think we really need to go in a whole lot on the Browns. They're pretty bad. I'm not sure how they won three games, but I guess, which which is what I put in the power rankings. I guess they've had a pretty easy schedule. Uh, yeah, I haven't followed much, and with Peyton Hillis being hurt and out, that I, guy's I a wreck right now. I don't know. Whew. Yeah, he's the, I don't know, Matt. I don't even know if you can really consider it a Madden curse because he kind of had one year one year written all over him. Yeah. So. Uh, next up, Carolina Panthers at twenty-two. Yeah, pretty exciting team for being a two and six team. Uh, you know, Cam Newton definitely changes that team and that whole outlook for that franchise. So, yeah, it's interesting that we'll get to Cincinnati later. But it's interesting that like Cam Newton gets all the hype and he's they're two and six, but like Andy Dalton gets nothing, and the Bengals are like in the thick of things in like the toughest division. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Cam had that the name coming into the pros, I think more so than Dalton, but yeah, and I'm sure he'll win the Heisman, or Heisman, sorry, uh, rookie of the <laughs> rookie of the year. And when really it's, I don't know, Dalton has a case for, I mean, they might be a playoff team when this is said and done. So, yeah. Alrighty. We got next up, we got the chiefs who beat the chargers and then got destroyed by Miami. So I don't know what to make of them really. Yeah, kind of a goofy team. They the only time I saw them really full game was when they beat uh, uh, the Vikings. But they're sitting at top or tied for the top of the division, and with San Diego looking awful, I mean, really, I mean they they could make a run at it. I don't know if they will, but I mean, they got who are they tied with? San Diego and Oakland are all yeah, four. That's that's so that division's a mess. So it's who knows? wide open. I mean, they could get into the playoffs, but. All right, then at number twenty, we got the the uh, the dream team, the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles, who apparently are not uh, living up to expectations. No, if you're gonna, I mean, like the Heat last year, kind of proclaimed themselves the champs. At least they made the championship. The Eagles are looking like they might not even make the playoffs. So, just a a disaster. And I've heard some interesting comments on uh, Mike Vick kind of gets a pass for his performance when guys like like a Tony Romo, have better stats, better numbers, more wins, but just gets killed on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. So it's just like some guys, the media like likes to hate some. They just don't like. It's crazy. I don't know. But, but yeah, that team is. I don't know. And that's the Giants are looking pretty good in that division. And 
uh, you know, Dallas is right there. So and they, Philly's and gonna have a tough well, and they're time. tied. They're tied with the Redskins. They're gonna have a tough time getting out of this. I mean, even a wild card right now is probably probably a long shot. All right, uh, 19, we've got the Titans. At 18, we've got Oakland. Uh, at 17, we've got Dallas. And at 16, there's Tampa Bay. A lot of those teams, uh, I mean, do you have anything else you want to say about those guys? Because they seem like they're kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, not a lot. Just like you said, pretty middle, pretty average. All right. And then at 15, we've got the Chargers, who are definitely, uh, they're interesting. They lost a couple games. They lost to the Chiefs in overtime on that crazy play where Rivers fumbled. And then they lost in like some absurd shootout with the Packers. The River, yeah. Rivers threw two pick sixes, and they somehow still almost won. Yeah, they they normally start out slow, and this year they started out four and one. So it's like, hey, they got it together, and then they go and lose three in a row. So yeah, I don't know, and it doesn't really get that e- much easier. They got Oakland and then Chicago, so I don't know. Yep, not sure what to think of that team. All right, uh, we got Buffalo at fourteen, who just uh, Fitzpatrick got that big deal. Uh, and they've kind of looked like they were going to be one of the top teams. They've kind of struggled the last couple of weeks, and they're in that three-way tie in the uh, at the end of, or the AFC East. Yeah, and they got uh, they got another crack at New England, and they got another crack at the Jets in a few weeks to kind of help. But uh, that's a tough division to kind of be tied in there. And I don't know they're they're a fun team to watch. I like like watching them, but uh, I don't know could be a could be a long season. I mean it's. To maintain what they did right away for the full sixteen games is tough. All right, uh, at thirteen we got the Bengals, who are uh, definitely an interesting team. Um, they're obviously they're six and two. They're you know leading the uh, the AFC North. If the season ended today, I believe they'd be the number one seed for the AFC. The thing is, they haven't played Baltimore, or Pittsburgh yet, and that's why I put them at fifteen. While some people ranked them a little higher, not going to name names. Yeah, I did. I probably go in too much by record, not enough by schedule. I guess the best team they've beaten so far is Buffalo. Uh, and then the, the other quality team they really played was San Fran, and they lost 13-8. to So I think uh, they could plummet a little in my rankings here, especially having Pittsburgh and Baltimore back-to-back yeah. there. So. Yep. All right. Uh, at 12, the, the Bears, who uh, got a nice win against the Eagles, also yeah. won me my 14 parlay. That's nice. Thanks for that, uh, Cutler. Yeah, Cutler played well. He didn't get sacked once. He's probably wondering what was going on. He probably Uh, had a. He's probably probably, sore from not getting sacked. Yeah, I was gonna say, or maybe he had a few defensive linemen hit him after the game just to make it feel normal. (laughs) So, all right. uh, You got something you want to say about them? Ah, no, just kind of a, a pretty good team, but. You know, with the Packers and Lions in the division, that's another. It's a tough one to be in. Yeah, that's another. That's another tough division there. All right, at 11, we've got the Falcons. Soon to be coming on a little bit after kind of a slow start for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, kind of the same thing. A little disappointing start, but starting to pick it up. And, you know, a team that definitely could be dangerous if they have it going to – I mean, if they're if they're playing well, I don't know. They can take out anybody, I think. All right, at uh, at 10 and 9 here, we got the, the Jets and Patriots. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a – that's another one where they're tied with – I believe they're tied with Buffalo. Uh, we got a couple of pretty close division races uh, so far this year. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think about these two teams? Who do you think has an edge uh, in the division? I don't know. I guess if you, it's kind of comes down to you know, do you want a quarterback who you know can get it done in Tom Brady, or if you go with that whole defense wins championships. And both teams are have such huge 
like gaping holes. Obviously, the Patriot defense and really kind of the Jet offense. So, it's what do you think is going to come through for you at the end? Uh, I don't know. I might even have to give the nod to the Jets just based on they can stop people. At least the Patriots really can't stop anybody. Yeah, that'll be interesting when you know you'd like to see them meet in the playoffs again, like they did. Uh, they did last year. Yeah, it's I guess a good New, New England won their first matchup this year. I'm just checking, and they play again. Oh, they play again Sunday night, so that'll be that'll be a good one. Yeah, definitely. All right, at eight we got the Giants. I'm surprised the Giants are at eight. I did not think they would have that great of a year, but Eli cut down on the interceptions, and uh, they're looking like they're in pretty good shape in that division, especially with the yeah. Eagles uh, falling. Yeah, and Eli's actually been playing really well. I know uh, I've looked up in the past, his stats tend to drop late season, and he does have a lot of cold weather outdoor games, but they're looking pretty good, and Ahmad Bradshaw's been banged up the uh, last couple weeks, too, so if they get him healthy, uh, yeah, they could be a tough team, too. All right, and at number seven, the Texans. Uh, this might finally be the year for the Texans. What do you think? It could be. I, I, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. I guess I'm not fully convinced on them. They've had a few kind of down weeks, but that division's pretty poor with Indianapolis yeah. and Jacksonville, and Tennessee doesn't look like they got much going either. So I think they're, I think they're going to win that division this year. So it'll be interesting to see what they do when they finally do make the playoffs here. Yeah, the thing is, they've been they've been leading the division before, and then they use they find a way to slip up. It'd be hard for them to slip up with Indy at zero and nine. Uh, Tennessee's at four and four, but uh, you don't really know about them either. I'm not sure. If, have they played yet? Let me check here. Yeah, they won the first one big, so uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Tennessee can make a move at all, or if they're just going to be able to run away with it. Yeah, and I'm looking at their schedule too, and they got Atlanta and then Tampa Bay here coming up, but the rest of the, well, Cincinnati, but we don't know really where they're truly at. So, yeah, I think this could be the year for the, the Texans to make the playoffs. I'm, you know I mean, All right, uh, at six we got the another surprising team, the Lions. I've had a good start to the season. Yep, uh, had a couple. I was hoping to see that undefeated Thanksgiving Day matchup between the Packers and the Lions. Obviously not happening anymore, but... Uh, yeah, strong defense and Stafford staying healthy and Kelvin Johnson. Oh, you, you you just jinxed him. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna get hurt now. It's <laughs> over. Maybe uh, it's over. But, uh, it's over. But uh, Johnson's having a monster season, Megatron. So yep. But all right. Uh, next up, we got the at number five. Uh, getting there, we get the the Saints. I, I, I'm not real confident. I mean, they look so bad one week and then so good the next. Uh, you know, I. What are your thoughts on the Saints overall? Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, they they always got the the breeze and the, the offense. I'm interested to see if they can get the defense back to where it was two years ago. You know, when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen them play a lot this year, except for that one game where they just destroyed the Colts, and I think I turned it off in the second quarter. So, oh, the sixty-two to seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then to follow that up with a ten-point loss yeah, to a like team it. that hadn't won yet was bizarre. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot of that going on this year where, with the exception of really the Packers, and I guess you could say the 49ers, but they haven't played anybody too tough yet. Teams seem to, you know, win big one week, lose the next week. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of super strong teams uh, yet, but we'll see. All right, at number four, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, coming off a loss to your Ravens, and Ravens swept them this year, but... I don't think, you know, as far as their rankings goes, you can knock them back too far when they lose to a really good team. Uh, 
and their only other loss mixed in there is Houston. So, you know, another team that probably don't want to necessarily see in the playoffs with all their experience. So, yep, uh, I'll agree with you. I still think they're they're definitely a good team. Uh, the only thing is, if they slip up a few more times with the way the AFC is shaping up, like they could miss the playoffs, especially if the Bengals keep it up and if the Bills keep it up. Uh, it's going to be there's going to be looks like there's going to be about four teams for those last two wild card spots. So. Uh, it should be interesting moving forward. Yeah, that AFC race should, well, really both leagues should have an interesting race, but yeah. AFC, definitely. Yeah. All right, and then uh, at three we got uh, my Ravens. Obviously, yep. out fresh off the uh, the drive from Flacco and company uh, with the win. So. Yeah, how much how much different would you be feeling? Uh, well, really, like the last two weeks, they've had two games. They were down, yeah. what was it, 21-3 to three at one point oh, in yeah. Arizona? They almost laid egg in that one, but. Yeah, so uh, those two, I don't know. two big wins. I've, I've been saying all year that uh, with them, I wasn't going to judge the offense until week 10 just because they've had some injuries. They got rid of Flacco's two main guys, Raheep and Mason. They just shipped them off, and uh, you know they expected them to just move, keep on moving forward. So I like to see the young guys, the tight ends, and then the, the wide receivers with Smith and Williams. I like to see them get involved. Hopefully they'll get uh, Lee Evans back maybe this week I guess but probably not till next week uh, and that'll be good to have another deep threat there so yeah those receivers should they're kind of making Flacco look a little bad at times so hopefully that gets turned around for yeah, him definitely I wish they could have got Larry Fitzgerald like you're saying that would have been good think of how that would change the outlook of your guys' offense so. yeah all right and then at two we got the uh, San Francisco 49ers yeah, and I think, like you said earlier, their schedule hasn't been the greatest, uh, kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt there. And they could easily swap places here coming up in a few weeks with Baltimore. And actually, they have the Giants this week. Yeah. But then they actually, uh, the 49ers and Ravens are playing on uh, on Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, that is the Thursday game. So, yeah, that, so that'll, that'll be a big one to look forward to. And it's to. like the brothers, so it's like a whole, it's going to be a whole thing, you know. Yep. All right, and then the uh, the top two slots here. Uh, not a whole lot of suspense at number one, but at number two, we've got the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, maybe giving them a little benefit of the doubt, considering they haven't had a overly hard schedule, but, I mean, a really solid team, and Alex Smith is kind of in that uh, Trent Dilfer role of just doing enough. Yeah, you know, kind very of much so. So, uh, I like watching them. Like, kind of fun to see San Francisco relevant again. Yeah, I'll agree with there. I think that definitely the, the big game for them is going to be the Ravens on Thanksgiving, like we talked about just a second ago. Uh, you know, that'll go a long way to determining whether they're really going to be one of the teams that uh, that can go the distance. Yeah, because the final, I mean, the, they have a lot of division games, which are nothing, but they do have Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and the Giants coming up next. So uh, that'll give them a little more tests before the playoffs, because I don't know if they're a lock for the playoffs technically yet, but you can pretty much write them yeah. down that, that they're in. So Yeah, you can pencil that in. All right, and then at uh, number one, we got the Green Bay Packers still undefeated. Yeah, I just think, I mean, with what they got going, really both sides of the ball, I think if, you know, Super Bowl or playoffs started today, they'd be easily the favorites to win it all. I just, not a lot of flaws with them, and Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind. So Yeah, Rodgers has definitely been uh, pretty crazy uh, how good he's been. It'll just be interesting to see, you know, like if they keep it up, like if they stay, stay strong through the whole season, or if you know they kind of fade away a little bit, like if they peak too early, you know, which has happened before with teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know the Colts, 
uh, back in the day, you know, they'd go seven and zero, eight and zero, and then kind of fade towards the end and not even uh, kind of be one and done in the playoffs. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think one thing that is for the Packers have going for them with that home field advantage when it gets to be January and they're playing outdoors and they're used to it. If you know, if the Forty ers if you're looking long or match up a warm weather team, that'll definitely play in favor of the Packers. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, halfway done, I don't really like talking about undefeated seasons yet. I mean, yeah. they still have Detroit twice and the Giants. So, but uh, definitely far and away the best team right yeah. now. You're starting to see a little bit of a like undefeated buzz with them, like kind of yeah. like we did with the Patriots back a couple of years ago, uh, a few years ago now. But um, yeah, and I think if they can make it past that November twenty, the Thanksgiving game with Detroit, then there'll be five games left. I think it'll be pretty much nonstop for the rest of the year. So, yep. All right. Well, that's uh, that does it for the rankings. We made it all the way from uh, from the Colts to the Packers. Uh, Looks like the Packers are going to be on top for a while unless, uh, unless they, they slip up. So not a lot of suspense at number one for the last no. uh, last few weeks. Did we have them at number one to start the season? I think, I, think we, I think we did. Uh, I think we all did just based on them winning the championship. So. Yep, so it's making things not as, not as fun when we're not having like a new number one every week. Like I know last, yeah. year, last year we had all kinds of madness uh, at the top spot there. Yeah, just – Little consistency at top, so maybe Green Bay will slip us slip up and give us something to debate about. So, all right, well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to check out the uh, power rankings uh, every week. They usually go up uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, also, I just posted yesterday some uh, funny Gruden quotes, John Gruden quotes from uh, Monday Night Football, which has been kind of a hit. And uh, always, always follow us on Twitter at the Sports Geeks to uh, keep up with everything. Uh, crazy news right now. Joe Paterno just fired as we're recording. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on with that. It's been kind of a, what are your thoughts on that, Pat, before we, uh, before we wrap it up? I don't know. I think, you know, it's, he could have, what he's guilty of is not doing more, which is a big difference. I think some people are acting like he was the one who committed the crime. I, there's a big distinction between the two. Uh, and uh, I think Penn State's looking out for kind of covering their own ass a little bit. But uh, I don't know, kind of sad way to see him go down. But if he could have done more, he should have done more. He's admitted that, I guess, if that's what the university thinks they need to do. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, I almost wish he would have retired a couple of years ago, you know, because he really hasn't been coaching the last couple of years. He's been kind of like up in the booth or whatever. seems like it would have been a better end to all this if he had just uh, called it quits when he, when he stopped coaching. So. Yeah, this kind of coaching by committee type thing. And, uh, you know, he did it because he's famous there. And I, obviously some of that was to get the record. But, you know, I agree. Kind of go out on a high note instead of up from up in the booth and stuff. So, All right, well, that's our off-topic thing for the week from the, uh, the NFL podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll see you guys in a, probably a month or so when we uh, bring, it, <laughs> bring it back together. Yeah, schedule it. So. All right, good night. Good night.